0: It doesn't make sense, you know? It's like having a basketball team in Seattle.
1: Episode 97 of Tell Me Where to Turn as we inch closer and closer to the century mark. Ever closer. Are we going to need another set of headphones here? Well, Glenn should bring his own. But if he doesn't, we can vamp for a while and I can run in and get some. Alright. I just want to make sure because... Who are you again? I am... You can find me on Twitter at, at... Point Break underscore dave yes former full-time member of the show now just when it's convenient well apparently uh my position got outsourced last week i saw i'll tell you what one one benefit and by the way thanks to mike that was a great episode and one that was widely listened to which we desperately needed he brought in his own audience he's like uh the macho man bringing slim jim to wcw there you go that's an interesting analogy. There you go. But another another fringe benefit of having Mike here is Glenn was on his very best behavior. He was actually here early. Wow. So tonight we've started the episode. We, uh, we're about 10 or 15 minutes past the arranged recording time, and we just got the text from Glenn that said, hey, guys, I'm still 15 minutes away. And Dave and I may be a lot of things, but we are not the kind of people that are going to just sit around and take it from that guy. Not at all. So we figured we'd go ahead and get the show started, and then when Glenn finds his way up here, provided um, he's able to get some directions from Dave and Busters, (laughs) we'll loop him into the show. So who are you? Oh, sorry, yes. I am at Tommy2 underscore zero, also known as the Richard Hendricks of this podcast, the only member of this podcast to have been on all 97 episodes Not so much that I'm that much more valuable, but because nobody else could figure out how to operate the equipment in my absence. I, uh, quick tease ahead, later in the show, we were actually going to play some audio and I had to do a tiny bit of editing because like a second and a half of it got kind of like, it was like you were too close to the recording device, right? So it was kind of loud and echoey. Mm Mm-hmm. And I tried to uh, try to smooth it out, and I was listening to it on the way over here, and there's a pretty obvious uh, tone change when you get to that like second and a half, and then it goes back to normal. So I have more respect for what you bring to the show. Oh, well, thank you. It's nice to be appreciated for one's craft. So since Glenn is driving, and we assume he's driving in an automobile... We do. I understand if the show text chain is to be believed that one point break underscore Dave already quickly shooting up the list is the most successful member of the podcast. <laughs> now in the market to buy a new vehicle. I am. And what's funny is uh, it was early on in the podcast. We, uh, I believe you brought a story about a woman who made some pretty poor financial decisions after getting a windfall of cash. Yes. And in that episode, we all discussed the poor financial decision we made when we first came out of school and got a real job. I think every single one of us bought a new car. Every With single our, one of us. I know, I, I know that you and I did. I believe Glenn did too. I've, I think I was about two paychecks into my new job before I was down at the dealership getting my brand new pickup truck. See, I was I was a little delayed because Mrs. Point Break Dave went straight into graduate school. So skated by, but then when we got the uh the dual income, I was down at the lot pretty <laughs> soon after that. Buying a dually to celebrate? <laughs> no, I did not buy a dually, but that car is the car that I am currently driving. I will I will say that As one who tries to lead the Dave Ramsey lifestyle, you certainly have. You have gotten much, much value out of that vehicle. Indeed. So it is now 10 years old. It has 140,000 miles on it. So that's a a very good lifespan for a car. And I'm assuming, and I think I know the answer to this, you haven't had any major trouble with it. I have never had any repair, like major repair at all. Just tires and oil changes. And I think I had one... You know, like the seventy thousand mile service or whatever that was, like I don't know, eight nine hundred bucks. Yeah. But other than that, you didn't no even problems. have to do brakes. Oh yeah, brakes. Okay. I say if you got one hundred and forty with brakes. No, then I've had to do brakes. I've ridden with you. I don't think that's possible. Um. So yeah, now has started to ease into car shopping. So we talking like Bentley level, Rolls Royce level. Not quite But it's gonna be It's gonna be a nice car So Well quick aside This isn't the main part Of the story But the first time I went out looking Um As you know When I'm not Down south of here Oh man We're about to have A run in The Glenn 311 Music is hit (laughs) That was actually Quicker than I was expecting Look at this guy That's what she said (laughs) (laughs) Who's ready to laugh (laughs) Did you bring headphones? No,
2: I didn't. Okay, well, I'll tell you you what. Do you have
1: some? Yeah, if you go right back in that door you came and buy that computer, there's a pair laying there. Okay. Just go do that, and then Dave and I are going to keep the podcast going here. And then, Glenn, actually, if go through that door, go (laughs) through the other door, get back in your truck, go back (laughs) Yeah, we got this. We're good. Um, Yeah, the first time I went out looking was a Friday afternoon. As you know, when I'm not in Austin, I work from home. So I just jumped in the car, didn't really think about it, was rocking the flip-flops, gym shorts, and an old Mavericks t-shirt. You weren't weren't wearing the uh, Million Dollar Man tuxedo t-shirt? I was not wearing that. And I guess maybe I, apparently delusionally, have always thought that despite being dressed down, I at least have the look that I may have a tiny bit of money. So you just expect people to realize that you're doing well? I expect... I always thought of myself as like a Mark Cuban that even though he may not be dressed nice, he has some money. That is not the air I give off because I walked around that dealership for 45 minutes and never had a sales guy come within <laughs> 60 feet of me. Well, probably when they saw you park a 10-year-old car, they were like, well, there goes there goes all hope of getting this guy in the financing pyramid. Exactly. This guy's sticking with it. Um, but... Went out uh, the next weekend Had a much better experience So was the dealership that ignored you a specific brand Or was it a, uh, a multi-brand dealership? It was dealership? a multi-brand dealership Okay, I didn't know if we wanted to indict any hmm. High-end no Affluent the- brands that don't want to talk to people That are wearing jorts the, uh, this, this past weekend I went to A brand-specific car dealership Sewell? No the 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 car brand may have three letters in the name. Oh, uh, yes. What the, one, mayb- the mayb-
2: one, uh, guy there wearing oversized sunglasses? <laughs>
1: I think he's dead. You think he's dead? Joe Azuzu is not <laughs> dead. R.I.P. Joe Azuzu. <laughs> Rager Dykes killed him. <laughs> um. No. So as you may know, that dealership is over very near the tollway. I believe they have cars and coffee sometimes but in the mornings. Do. So, I uh, had a nice nice salesman uh, showing me around. Found a car that I was interested in enough to test drive. Um, Not a quote-unquote sports car, but it is a car that has uh, a decent amount of horsepower. Okay. It may have twin turbo on the uh, label.
2: Well, well. Okay.
1: So... Get that thing out and I... I've got a whole line of twin turbo humor I can do (laughs) later, but if you think Friday Night Lights falls flat, (laughs) wait till I get into Street Outlaws humor, see how many people we lose. So let me ask you this. Um, Like I said, the car I bought 10 years ago was the only real car I've ever bought. And when I test drove it, my wife and I were both there. So the sales guy just gave us the keys and was like, hey, here you go. And I don't know if it was because she was there or what the norm is, but this time he drove with me. Is that normal?
2: I've had to go both ways, so to speak.
1: The SUV that I currently drive, the guy gave me the keys and told me to take it home. Yeah. And And come back later that day. This guy pulled that when I was about to leave the office not buying the car. He pulled the old, well, why don't you take it home for the night and show it to your wife and see what you think? Which kind of
2: is a brilliant sales tactic. No, The last time we bought one, which more than 10 years ago, we turned the offer down because we just test drove it. We're like, that's good. But they were like, yeah, you can up to 24 hours and you're good. Take it home, put it in the driveway, see what it looks like in front of the house, all that kind of stuff. So I don't think that's uncommon. Did, you, did that Why? work? Uh we didn't buy it because of that. We bought it because we liked it anyway. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it, it totally worked.
1: <laughs> okay. So now Joe Joe's salesman's in the car with me. And as you know, that, that dealership is near the odd uh farm in the middle of Plano. Mm-hmm. So he was like, all right, just he was very specific on directions. He's like, get out here. Drive around the farm, which will lead you up to the access road of the North Dallas Tollway, which we are the podcast of record.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you mentioned that. Did <laughs> you play, play him an episode?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, so we get out there and, you know, I'm driving the car and he's kind of showing me, telling me a few things about it. So got a little bit of a, a straightaway on the, uh, on the access road. Like I said, it's not a
2: let it loose. Yeah. You just gotta let
1: it eat sometimes. Dude, yeah. I'm about to purchase this car. I wanna get on the get on the gas a little bit, then get on the brakes and see what it feels like. And so I gun it and uh this specific car has I've never driven a car that had the uh heads up display. Where it mirrors onto the windshield. So, like, it looks like it's out. And how front. rich
2: is he? Like, the, the speed that you're yeah, going? The
1: speed. Yeah. Okay. okay. My cars don't even have speedometers. <laughs> I, I couldn't afford that option. So, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm watching that, and pretty quickly, you get up to 70, 75. You're getting close to 80. And then I shut it down pretty hard, get a feel for the brakes. And I look up, and I see red and blue lights. <laughs> Whoa.
2: <laughs> on the
1: tollway? No, I'm on the access road on the oh, tollway. Oh,
2: no. Oh. What are you,
1: what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That's terrible. <laughs> and as it happens, I look up, and I was like, oh, man. And the guy, now Joe's salesman, is like, Oh, yeah, they hide out under that overpass. Like, now he's going he's gonna to share <laughs> oh, that yeah, information. that's helpful information now, Joe. So, you know how it is. Like, the, you see the car cop pull out from under the overpass, but he's still a ways back there, right?
2: And you think, you know what, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's not me. Did, did you attempt any... Hey, I'll just exit here, or I'll well, immediately turn into the Sonic.
1: Maybe he had evasive <laughs> techniques for you. There was already... Like I said, we're on the... Maybe they were in
2: front there. of him on the windshield. <laughs>
1: So we're making a big big loop, and we're on the access road, so the next turn is right, and then we're, we'll be back at the dealership. So I see the cop come out. As he's coming out, there's another car behind me. So there's a car in between me and the cop. So I make the right, the car behind me makes the right, the cop makes the right. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe there's a small chance it's not me, but I wasn't paying attention to the other guy. I was But you already know you were going what because the access road speed limit's got to be what 50 45 50. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you are going 30 miles an hour over the speed yeah. limit and you don't think it's you. I it should be me. This is but in, I'm, this is entitled entitled North Plano white guy talk right here. I'm trying to hope it's not. So make the turn. Pull into the dealership. Cop pulls into the dealership parking lot. The second car also pulls into the dealership parking lot. The second car also being test drove, and that's who the cop got. Oh,
2: That was just behind you.
1: So there was a double test drive. Yes. You both did the same thing. Yes. Wow. So I wonder if they write a ticket for that, or if you get a... I can't imagine the police officer who's probably making maybe... $50,000 Fifty thousand a year is we're gonna have a lot of sympathy for. Shout
2: out to we back the blue <laughs> except for, I'm except just, for not enough money for me to even worth mentioning over no, here. No, I'm
1: just saying that at that very unfair wage because I feel like the blue should be paid significantly more, and I back them every day of my life. They probably don't have a lot of sympathy for the guy in the middle of the workday. Test drive in a high end luxury car <laughs> a twin turbo right, and they're not gonna cut to say cut this guy a break you may be on I also kind of think because I get the feeling that that's probably the route all the salesmen take their you know prospective clients on oh yeah yeah they have a every dealership has a defined route yeah. and if that guy is sitting under that underpass, I'm sure he gets a test drive guy all the time and he, He's not going to waste his time and let him off. Yeah, like he's getting a ticket at that point.
2: Was he going to let you get on the tollway? No, no. Okay, okay, okay. So no, I was no. going to say you are, if you wanted to gun it and you just didn't wait till you get on the tollway, <laughs> you are a special kind of dumb.
1: No, no. It was very outlined. There was okay. no getting on the highway.
2: Then I I withdraw the, well, the assumption. I then. still think it was a, probably a. Uh, I mean it's it's, it's questionable. Ill- part it's of Ill- the, and the anus is on the
1: salesman too. If he's seen this happen before, he doesn't need to be. Oh, I bet they get a percentage. That's an interesting... So you're accusing the cops of being corrupt?
2: No, the dealership. <laughs> the cops are helping people in need at the dealership. So the
1: cops paying somebody a percentage for speeding tickets is not corrupt. That's it's what like, you're going with.
2: Uh, it's like a BMW Tithe.
1: <laughs> so the end of that story is I get in the, uh, the sales guy's office. And I was very upfront. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> I don't have any money. <laughs> this is the the second time I'm even, you know, barely looking at cars. I've, I haven't test driven anything yet. This is just a fact finding mission, essentially. Like I'm not purchasing anything today. But man, they they hear that oh, all the time, and yeah. they get you in the room, and then, well, while we're talking, I'll get a guy to appraise your car, and and then, and I guess a new thing is to uh oh boy kill all you guys point break dave is rich i'm actually buying a year or two old used car i mean it's really the smart thing that's how i do things i was gonna say that's right out of financial peace university i'm a firm believer in financial peace university but they are very much on the hey we the price on the window was our bottom price we don't deal with that we have places that you can like get a haircut while you're waiting for your car they don't negotiate on the price but mm-hmm. then it's all you go You go down to uh simply better at Metter, they'll are they'll yeah. negotiate the price with you believe me but then it's very weird because then they're like the guy's like well you know and i was like yeah you know i'm just not i'm not feeling it this this quickly i want to look around some more well we can make a we can make some room on your trade-in so it's like they're still negotiating. Yeah. They're just doing it on the right, other side. Right, but then they're, they're not conceding that they came down on the price of the, exactly. the car that they don't come down on. Well, I will keep you guys updated. So no purchase was made? No purchase was made. Wow. I so am that's, still that's driving pretty, my 10-year-old car. That's pretty disciplined. This other guy I know, he told a guy one time he wasn't going to buy the car and then they let him take it home <laughs> that night and he ended up buying it.
2: I didn't take the car home. <laughs> I think you But not for be. that reason. <laughs> think you missed the entire <laughs> point of that story, oh I did not take it home. I have a, a weird thing that occurred today. Does it happen to most guys?
1: <laughs> Do you have a lot to drink? Were you nervous
2: <laughs> no um, so I work at an office well. in the business industry. <laughs> so you're not a sandwich artist, no, not currently aspiring to be um. And I have an employee of mine, first thing this morning. You have employees? So you are the man. Employee knocks on the office door. You have a door to your (laughs) office? What? And Keep in mind, this is during the 840 bit, so I hear that knock and I'm immediately like, this better be good. (laughs) It's Coco, need to talk to Glenn. And boy, it was. This is not... This has definitely not occurred in the many years I've worked in this office. So, occasionally, we will uh, we will get, whether verbal or through email, I may have an employee that is threatened for maybe paying something or not paying something, things of that nature. Okay. I've never had this. And I have this female walk into the office, a little embarrassed, and says, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do with this, but... I received an email from one of my claimants that includes an inappropriate picture of themselves. A dong pic? She was sent a dong pic. <laughs> She's this this guy's claims adjuster. So they've talked on the phone about, you know, the claim, and he went ahead and, and ultimately in the course of the inve- ongoing investigation... I had to request. Please send me what what you received, and it literally is from the guy. Like, and it's obviously he's not trying to hide it, but like the email address is like his name at gmail.com. and it just says his name has shared a picture with you, and send it to her. And you scroll down, and there it is, right there.
0: All right.
1: So was you said scroll
2: down? Was there like documents,
1: and then you got no. to? Oh, it was, <laughs> it was just a little bit
2: of a just a white. Sp- you know, space of the mess. It blanks part of the message. And then <laughs> here we are now. This wouldn't, other than what we're talking now. I mean, this is, this is, this is not Shumpert material. We're not going to spend any more time. <laughs> we're not going to refer back. We're not going to have to have an episode title named after it. No, there's no races that are going to be as far as running distances that are <laughs> well, uh, speaking of races are uh, related to this, but Yeah. So now we find out tomorrow what actions we take next. As I speak with company legal tomorrow.
1: Wow. So is there is there a chance that this was a some kind of an autocomplete failure? Where I mean, he, he wasn't trying to do this like because he was upset with the service or something.
2: No, I. That'd be my guess is the guy will end up claiming that it was an accident because as I, you know read into his file a little bit and you know we've talked to him and a lot of times on his behalf we've talked to his fiance so if he did it on purpose i don't think him to you know we're not gonna call up the fiance and say hey guess what but really tempted to
1: fiance may know yeah she got like the text of hey baby and then it was just like a PDF document, <laughs> some receipt. Yeah, it's like a here's my Ditto eckersley yeah. Here's my medical bills. Wait a minute, what?
2: So that happened today.
1: So wow. So the next the next step would be then. So nobody's responded to the email. No. So that because you couldn't you couldn't just respond and be like, you know, hey, I'm I'm the supervisor. Uh, got any more picks?
2: <laughs> well, that's. That's why we're talking to Legal tomorrow as to what our response will be.
1: Send him one back. Eye for an eye. <laughs> just, uh, or just send him the shumper.
2: <laughs> that's an even better idea. Like, hey, if you're gonna send one, yeah, just, get uh, all your get your money's worth. Yeah. Don't don't send anything back here until you got this. <laughs> Something we can build half a podcast around. I also need to sign the screen at Glenn three underscore 11. That's good. We needed to introduce you. So I know I'm for sure a little behind the times on this as I, I have a vehicle that's 15 years old. I didn't have DVR until like five years (laughs) after everyone else. I don't have a key fob for my truck. I have to actually put the key in the door. Wow. And various other things. (laughs) After today, I'm officially retiring from ever eating at a Chipotle ever again. After today? After what I experienced today.
1: That's not an entirely bad idea. I want to hear more, but Chipotle, I feel like it's gone downhill.
2: Kind of had a panic lunch, didn't know what I wanted. Started driving down the road, see Chipotle, and I'm like, you know what? Let's get a nice chicken burrito bowl. Sure. And
1: that's actually not a unhealthy option if no. you get the bowl with the brown rice is protein yeah really okay. high, high of fat
2: walk in stand in line for a little bit first person helping me is very helpful and high energy that was the only positive experience because it, it <laughs> slides down the line i get like the two most low energy employees you could imagine like the motivation was like at negative two I asked for it to go as it gets to the end of the line. It's apparent that it's not really prepared with like the lid to put on it to go, but I'm like, all right, I'll just, you know, obviously I'll just tell them, well, they have some issue with the person in front of me with their, they rang up the wrong amount. I don't know what was going on, but this took forever to hash out. And then this person it couldn't have been much of a difference between what they were charged and what they should have been because their bill was like $8, but Hey, I get it. You know, i if they charge them a dollar extra, then I'd want my money back too, I'm sure. That Then that gets resolved. Then I'm just standing there, and this person working the register, I'm not really sure what she was doing. She was messing with the recent receipts, the ones from the last transaction. Like It felt like five minutes went by, and I'm just standing there, just kind of looking at my bowl and looking at her and like, are we ever going to do this? <laughs> to the point that I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to ask for it to go because it's probably going to take another five minutes to get a lid. I'll just eat it here. So get, get the bowl. Walking around. It's kind of the end of the noon hour, so mm. the big lunch crowd has come through. Like none of the tables are wiped off at all. Not mm. even like the token wet rag that <laughs> I know basically is just dipped in the toilet. <laughs> but like there are – Chips, crumbs, <laughs> rice. There was a hair on the table that I was sitting at. And I sit down, then I go fill up my water, being healthy. Very good. No napkins. There's like three of those metal dispensers. The whole, they're whole, They're all empty. So... The manager this, must have taken the day off. I guess. This, this, so
1: so, this sounds like poor leadership to me that this is all going on.
2: At this point, consume the meal... That I'm gonna show them. I'm like, I only, I didn't pay for a drink, but on my way out, I'm getting a Dr Pepper. They only have Mr Piv. Oh no! And only assholes drink Mr Piv.
1: I don't think things could get worse.
2: And as I walked out the doors, it could
1: get worse in about 15 or 20 minutes.
2: I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen the gift from this past Sunday after Earl Thomas broke his leg. Oh yeah, out on the stretcher. Yes. Well, they got the same finger for me. <laughs> And I will never set foot in there unless somebody me-toos me into a burrito. Wow. I will never set foot in one of their I locations thought this, I thought this
1: was going to end on the toilet, so... No,
2: no, no, no. we're good.
1: We're good there. It's good. We're
2: always good there. Didn't end in an ER somewhere? No. With diverticulitis? No, actually, the meal was fine. They charge... I turned it down because it's disgusting. They charge twenty five to put a little spoonful of queso on your Yeah, and burrito. the queso's not good. Oh, yeah. so bad. They were and they were pushing it too, like big time. Hey you sure? You know we could add a little more in your trade in if you take some queso <laughs> and I was like, no. Good.
1: How how much extra do I have to pay to get napkins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have I just wiped this rice off my table? So let me ask you guys this. Do you like listening to point break day phone calls?
2: I do. I do very much.
1: Yes. Would you like to hear Point Break Dave call the Beto O'Rourke campaign (laughs) office? I can only imagine. Well, I stand with Beto, so... Well... Is this going to offend me? Before we get too, uh, too hyped up, let me say this. You didn't talk to Beto directly. I may ask at one point if Beto is there. But for these calls to be good... You need to get a little something from the person on the other end.
2: Something about them? No, just like some interaction. Yeah, okay. Not someone
1: who's just trying to pass you off to an email address and not deal with you at all. Like when the guy laughed when you asked about giving uh, NO2 Explode to uh, young girls. Or children. He laughed. Yes. Could Uh, Could have chosen my words better. Yeah. It was for enhancing performance of a soccer team of six-year-olds um so with some uh some tempered enthusiasm knowing this lady is not going to give me anything so are you are you kind of saying that beto didn't hire the best and brightest oh and uh let me clarify that this is a recreation, not an actual phone call. Right. Oh yeah, it's obviously right. So you got one of your friends to kinda act exactly. out how it happened. Yeah. That's smart only where to turn attorney is giving us a thumbs up right now. Yeah. yeah. That's smart.
2: Full clearance. That's smart.
1: It's is it queued up in the right spot here? Okay. It's queued up in the right spot. There's always the always a bit of a delay, so you never hear like the first two seconds of the person answering the phone. Okay, if this in the is, recreation, uh, that is. If this is too loud, I apologize, and I will correct quickly. But here we go. Point Break Dave calling Team Beto.
3: Hi,
1: sorry, you cut out for a second. Is this Beto O'Rourke's office?
3: Yeah, no, well, it's his campaign office.
1: Okay, perfect. Um,
3: <laughs> so yeah, I had a polite.
1: quick question. Um, I'm planning to vote in the uh, upcoming election and there's a, yes,
0: sir.
1: a an issue that's near and dear to me, and I wanted to know where uh, where Fedo stands on it, and that's the uh, legality of daily fantasy sports.
3: <laughs> of what I'm sorry.
1: Uh, She's daily over it. fantasy sports like DraftKings and FanDuel.
3: You know, that's where I don't have an answer for. I I know on his website he has the issues that he's made a statement on and where he stands. But he does have a team that is um, answering requests for specific inf- for specific questions. If you want to shoot them an email,
1: okay. Um, yeah, I may do that. I didn't. I didn't see it on the website. I'm a big uh, daily fantasy activist, and it's actually legal in most states now, probably due to some of the work I've done. I'd like to think. Um, do you know if he has a stance on just uh, sports betting in general?
3: That I don't know, sir. I only know the major issues. I, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, <laughs> that um, me. me. But too. if you want to shoot these folks an email, and somebody will get back to you.
1: Okay. Um. What's the What's the email?
3: It's It's simple. It's uh beto at beto for texas all spelled out. Dot com.
1: Beto at Beto for Texas. Yeah, that is easy. Okay. Well, man, I was uh, hoping I could get an answer, but hopefully they'll be they'll be able to get back to me quickly. I actually. <laughs> Yes, to par- I found a place that took odds, and I wanted to parlay Beto winning with Victor Drago beating Thomas Creed in the uh, <laughs> upcoming boxing match. Hopefully, uh, that'll still be legal by the time that comes around.
3: Hopefully, sir. Well, I, I'm i sorry I couldn't give you a straight answer. I don't want to misspeak or, you know, no,
1: I, but... I totally understand. And I guess Beto's not there, is you know. he? <laughs>
3: No, sir, he's on the road. Um, oh. He'll be in town tomorrow uh, okay. for a town hall, I but I believe it's for co- like congressional issues. Ooh, and that's in, that's in uh, El Paso? Mm. Yes,
1: sir. Okay. I drove through a Whataburger today and I didn't see him, so I thought <laughs> he might be in the office, but um, I appreciate your help. Thank you very much.
3: You're welcome, sir. Take care, okay?
1: <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with Point Break Dave. Nothing. I had, I had like four more bits I wanted to get Man. to and there was no hey, I like that was a nice touch on the, on the water burger though I like that
2: you have to you have to update your profile and or resume with daily fantasy sports advocate <laughs> or activist I mean he
1: took cl- credit for it being legal in many states <laughs> thanks to
2: the work yeah. he'd done I like to think that I had a, a
1: whole uh, I looked up a case it was like Gordon versus Virtuosity or something, and it was like uh, basically a whole case about uh, unsolicited text messages. Oh no! And I was going to ask like what Beto's thoughts were on that case. I bet they would have hung up immediately. Yeah, that I was saving that till the end, but she didn't didn't let me get there. She she was disinterested about five seconds into that call. I hate to tell you. Well, here's the the real the lead up, which is why her disinterest really tilted me. There's no number for that office that I could find. So I had to call his congressional office. Okay. Get the number for that office. Okay, so quick question. He's a congressman? Apparently. I didn't know that. And boy, the guy I talked to there was... He's very glad that the Balor Club is for him. (laughs) Let's put it that way. (laughs) So got that number, then called and the first time the lady hung up on me. So I had to wait a day and call back. She hung up on you because of your questions? Huh, yeah, I led I led with the Whataburger line. She I, immediately hung up? I led with is 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 Beto there? I'd like to talk to him. And she said no and I said, Well I'm in the drive thru at Whataburger right now and I saw someone skateboarding Jacko has.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's an instant hang up. Yeah. I imagine they get that all the time
1: but i've uh there's another call that i've I've been working on it's a It's a place that's hard to get them to answer your call, but just know that I'm calling almost daily and hopefully we'll have it by episode hundred.
2: Is it outside of the country, or have we given up on no that?
1: I've called that number four times to get your d v d from Pakistan <laughs> yeah. And they they are not answering their phone.
2: Oh
0: no.
1: So can we take a trip down things only Tommy cares about? Yeah, let's, is let's that. Do
2: fair? That. Af-
1: mean, after this though, I wanna I may have a follow up. Alright, well, well this is about the normal topic you discuss. We wanna end the show strong. It's actually not. There will be no golf talk today. Okay, well my story is about golf. Boy, we are living in Bizarro World now because I am gonna talk about video games. Oh wow. Excellent. Because I am now, I think I was widely ridiculed on this show 20 or 30 episodes ago for talking about Minecraft. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. So I want to see how
2: this plays with the other members of the show.
1: I am now playing Fortnite.
2: It's basically you and everyone else. Yeah. I don't think it's that uncommon.
1: So have you been so into a game that you sat in your own feces for a day and a half how
2: many diapers do you have wasn't it,
1: there's more to that story than just the headline i just want you to know no my my son who's seven had been asking about it and
2: they talk about it at school a lot so i said yeah we'll we'll give it a shot it's free can i ask a dumb question sure is it just available on the internet
1: it is available on pretty much anything you want including a sweater
2: <laughs> so, is there a Fortnite
1: app? So you could play it on your phone. I've not done that because it seems like it would be incredibly difficult. I play it on um, Xbox, but it's a free game, so you. you so just, it just
2: adapts to whatever controller you have.
1: Yeah, I mean, because I think a lot of people play it on PC. I think that's probably using the arrows. The people that are beating me are probably playing on a PC. Um, but yeah, you can play it on any game console, and I believe you know phone and iPad as well. But it is um, quite an addictive I've endeavor. Never, I've seen that it's popular, but I've never actually seen any gameplay. Is it? It's a like a shooter, right? Right. I, if you remember Dave when we were growing up, because we were strangely in the same place a lot. <laughs> but we used to play the James Bond Golden Eye, you know, where you would just go out mm-hmm. and do the multiplayer yeah. mode. Fantastic game! It, it's not too dissimilar from that, only I mean, with a lot more graphics. But there, there's essentially two main modes. One is they drop, they take a hundred people that are all networked together, and they drop you on the island, and the last one to be alive wins. That's the mode that I'm completely unsuccessful at because everybody is so good. <laughs> it's impossible. Like I'm dead within 10 seconds of hitting the ground. And just says you've been killed by Chipotle attic (laughs) and awesome. Right. And then he's just doing the teabag thing over me. But then there's, there's another mode where it's the same concept, but it's two teams of 50 and they drop you on either side of the island. So then you have a chance to kind of collect some gear and then you, and then it kind of forces you to head towards the middle for the conflict. And that's the one that we've been playing a lot cuz it gives you a chance to learn how to play the game and then it also you can kind of observe what other people that are successful are doing cuz the uh the every man for themselves is is um it's impossible or, uh, at least for me at this point in my career. But it is um it is quite an uh, addictive game and if you guys haven't done it I would advise you to just uh casually download can I Fortnite ask, and give it a shot. Can I ask a question? What specifically makes it addictive because i love GoldenEye, but i would not classify it as addictive um i think that the the gameplay and the way that it's set up in the speed at which it moves to where every time one game's over you can immediately jump right into it again um and then the other thing is that the 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 map is very detailed but it's always the same so you, oh there's a map well the 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 little island that you're battling on and it has very distinct parts and you end up you get dropped in different places but it's kind of like the same golden eye phenomenon where you you learn where things are, you learn the landscapes and it kind of it it triggers that part of your mind that you want to keep trying to get better and better at it because it's there's things about it that you can learn that you can apply to the next time you play.
2: Are there already established characters on the game or do you get to uh, make up your own
1: so that's where I'm glad you brought that up this is
2: where it gets pretty funny <laughs> and how how easy would it be to create Dolph Ziggler <laughs> <laughs>
1: zigzag Ziggle wiggle Ziggle wiggle when you when you download the game for complete zero cost completely free they don't have ads you get assigned one of the six or seven default characters that come with the game. If you want to make your character look different, it's microtransactions. So you pay two ninety nine for a different outfit or for a different glider or different pickaxe. Apparently the company that runs Fortnite Epic Games is making millions of dollars a day on these microtransactions that give you no benefit in the game. That's what's just brilliant. a look. That's what's yeah. brilliant about the game is is a lot of those, like, um, mobile games get you sucked into where you get to a point where you have to pay money to get to the next level. There, Fortnite, you can be as successful as the best player in the world with nothing. All the other stuff is is purely cosmetic, and they make a fortune. And everybody's character is customized except ours. I won't let my son yeah. spend any money because, uh, Dave Ramsey said not to. <laughs> Fair enough. The other thing I want to talk to you guys about before we get to apparently Dave's golf story. Uh, Sounds like it. (laughs) By the way, got 18 in today. Of course you did.
2: (laughs) Are you still at the club?
1: Well, I didn't play at the club today. I had actually... It's kind of a convoluted story, but I played somewhere really nice today due to a work connection. How was Glenn Eagles? (laughs)
2: They begin with four and end with seasons. No, but I've got a
1: round coming up there soon with another work connection. Okay, I'm getting really good, by the way, Glenn. <laughs> I just want to let you know. Okay, thank you. I'm getting really good. Now, I want to talk to you guys about baseball for a second.
2: I like baseball. I don't. I do like you f- hockey. It's
1: better my, uh, than
2: baseball. No one thinks that
1: my son plays in a baseball team.
2: Bragging montage. Yeah,
1: he's actually really good. <laughs> Another one. He's good, but
2: but it's prefaced prefaced with actually, which is yeah. like complete surprise. You Look
1: at his dad; you might be shocked. He got the game ball Tuesday. He had a real good game. Well, turned a double play by himself. the The coach of his team. I think I've talked to you guys about him before. He he's a bit of an eccentric character. He. About the third inning of our game Sunday, lost his mind and completely flipped out. Like, screaming, yelling, oh, like no. to the point where it was a problem. Like, where the other coaches were like, hey, what's going on?
2: Upset about a call? Upset at his own team
1: sucking as bad as they do. Now, mind you, they're seven. And a lot of times when a seven-year-old gets a ball hit right to him, they freeze because they don't know what the play is. Despite how loud the coach is yelling at him to, you know, throw it home or whatever he's saying,
2: that might actually make it worse.
1: Right, and he had seen enough and just completely lost his mind and flipped out. Um, and his, then it's—I'm assuming his kid is on the team. Oh yeah, and his kid's the lead defender, but that's another time, yeah. another time in place. So after the game, he got everybody together for the post-game talk, and he said, um. I just want you guys to be more grateful. We could be living in a country right now that doesn't have the freedom that we have in America to play baseball. And you guys can't even take the time to figure out where shortstop is and where right field is. And there's people that live in other countries where there's bombs going off. (laughs) Seems like an odd connection to make. So I got the text message the next day that was like, Coach has been suspended for a week. Just for a week? He won't be coaching the next three games. Would you mind taking the helm? Now, suspended was suspended from coaching, not suspended from being at the park. Oh, no. Because when I took the field for my managerial debut, nah. guess who was sitting in the stands? Coach.
2: Yeah, they should have thought that through a little more.
1: So... Did you
2: bench his kid? <laughs> yeah. Because those things have – I'm sure it's specific to the youth association, but my dad once got suspended (laughs) for, I guess, getting into it with a referee. Okay. And he was suspended from the next game, couldn't be in the gym at all, and had to actually write a letter to the league. Essentially, I don't know if it was like an apology, but it's like something like you're applying for reinstatement. Maybe that's what it is. Like you have to to take steps – to be reinstated where you can coach again. Did he so did back, he
1: attach a picture? I was gonna say back then it would have been a Polaroid, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, you had to you have to wave it until the picture comes in and he was like, We're all set. And he wrote awesome
1: and right over it. So yeah, my managerial debut, we lost. I gave my son the game ball, so two two big check marks in my favor. I didn't really catch much of his antics, but my wife informed me after the game that he was quite obnoxious and loud in the crowd. Well, then he walked over when I was walking to my car and walked by me and he said, hey, don't sweat it. We got bigger things to worry about. We could be getting bombed or something right now. So this is the second time in three days he's referenced getting bombed. He needs to turn off the news for yeah. about yeah. four months. Is this a How big is this guy? Oh, he's he's bigger. He's probably... Probably about six feet, maybe 200 pounds.
2: But he could be – I mean, you could – Oh, yeah. You could troll I mean, You could troll him about – I feel like you just want to – not with the kids, but with him. Yeah. Just anytime time something comes up, just be like, you know what? There are kids on the other side of the world getting their face eaten by flies right now. I can't believe that kid can't catch a ball. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like you just want to go full force with that right. like, all just, the time. Right, and just
1: like pick real obscure baseball <laughs> things. Like, look – there's people that don't have clean water to drink, and we can't even pull a fielder's choice off here. I mean, come on. we got to make better decisions. You should have been like his hype man when he was doing the, you know, there's countries that don't have the freedoms to play baseball. You're like, yeah, like the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Wait a second. Bad example. Yeah. No, sorry. Like Cuba. Wait. No. Hold on. We'll get there eventually. Let me keep guessing.
2: Yeah, we, need, we need more work on this. This guy can't. This can't slide. Yeah, I
1: started to try to take a video of the the post game speech, and it didn't really come out. And then I just had to walk away because it was just getting too awkward.
2: No, I think the. the But when he comes back, I will try to
1: get some video, or or, I mean, not video, but audio for the show of this because it's it's unbelievable.
2: The optimal play is not to fight the guy, but the optimal play is just to make him look and feel as stupid (laughs) as possible.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you one other funny thing he did that that I if. If I'd had this on video, it would have already gone viral. But he he has he has a lot of hang-ups. One of his big ones is that everybody always wears their cup. And that's one of the rules. I mean, it is a league rule that you have to wear a cup. And okay. he wants you to wear your cup at practice. Yeah. And he, he... Does he do a
2: cup check? No, he doesn't do a cup okay, check. Okay, I was going to say, you can report that. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's... Speaking of uh, hashtags. Um, no, but... He, at the at the last practice, he he had the bad and he was hitting you know hitting infield to a couple of lines of kids, and a ball bounced up and hit a kid and he didn't have his cup on right and he fell down and you know the kid's dad was there and he ran over and he was fine and it actually hit him in the thigh he was it wasn't a big deal but he didn't have his cup on. Well, the coach just blows his whistle, like, mind-numbingly loud, throws the bat on the ground, and this mind you, again, seven-year-olds, and just starts screaming, like... Yeah, that ain't cool. Listen, my best friend lost his testicle because he wasn't wearing his cup!
2: <laughs> First of all, sir, you don't have any friends.
1: <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder. He has invited me to hang out a couple times, which I've
2: very, very (laughs) artfully weaseled out of. I thought you were going to say, yeah, and by the way, he was over here and he he cooked uh, fajitas for everybody (laughs) during SummerSlam.
1: No, that guy, that guy's the reason I'm shooting in the 70s.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, if that guy's the guy that's pulling this, then I have no faith in the world whatsoever.
1: That guy is a PGA professional. He would not act in such a way. And speaking of PGA, Dave. Yeah. So, I I don't know if I tease this on the show or not, but next week, I will be in Austin. The company I work for is actually bringing in everyone. There's, we have, I'm the only, like, person that works remotely, but we also have remote salespeople in the, uh, over in the Northeast and one in London. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone. Good day, mate. <laughs> Everyone's coming in. We're working in the uh, office, and then Thursday, Friday, which I'm sure will produce content for the show, is an offsite corporate retreat. Well, where like that's what this place does, and you stay overnight. Whoa! And you do the ropes courses and all <laughs> oh. trust falls. Oh. Trust I'm sure every generic thing you can think of. Is there will a happen. bar? There is Ball? a bar.
2: Man, just watch out. (laughs) Watch out for yourself and keep an eye on who's going to each other's hotel rooms because that is going to happen.
1: Yeah. Watch out for the Balor Club. (laughs) (laughs) But earlier in the week, the front part of the week, the uh, select uh, five uh, department heads, which includes me,
2: well, this is what we should have led the story off with. I bet he doesn't have an office with a door, You though. got a door? No. You got any? I actually, I
1: do I do at my home office.
2: You got any D-Pick
1: knockers? Uh, I do not. But um, the uh, CEO of the company was like, Hey, the five of us on Tuesday, we're going to go golf. Now, Point Break Dave doesn't golf. Listen, we look enough alike. Would you like me to stand in for you in this golf event? No. But here's the thing. Tomorrow, I have my first golf lesson. All right. All right. And so you're going to try to get it all fixed in a week, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's an I, easy sport. I know golfers, and one thing they always say is it's a simple game that you can master <laughs> in a weekend. That's what I always hear. And I'm going to attempt to master golf in the weekend, but honestly the only thing that keeps going through my head is Tommy's story about playing with the random guys that can't golf and how it just ruins everything, and I am going to be that guy.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, as long as you can swing and hit the ball – I mean, if you're spraying it all over the place, you can always just go pick it up.
1: Yeah, I was to say, as long as you know when to pick up your ball, it's yeah. fine. I mean, if you've hit three shots and they still haven't hit their second shot, pick up your ball. Yeah. But other what, than that... What does pick up mean and when do I know if it's the right time? Well, like if, if it's... If all four other guys are standing there with a disgusted look and you're like, hang on, let me take one more shot at this, pick just, up your ball, put just, it in your pocket.
2: Just read the room, man. Okay. But also make it clear that you don't play golf. Like this is say third time you've ever played and then the, they'll understand so you just pick it up and then you don't
1: shoot anymore that hole well what you can do or is just you, drop it on the green or well
2: that or you can go to the guy who's you know who's hit say in the middle of the fairway and just say you know what i'm just gonna drop where you are i'll hit the my next one from where you're at
1: yeah now and then just do that a whole bunch and then tell them you beat them yeah, after you. yeah, yeah. Saying, ca- caveat to this is if there's some kind of a wager don't pick up your ball <laughs> that's fr- generally frowned upon if there's some kind of team game going on, yeah. But maybe, maybe being that uh, there's maybe some golfers and non golfers, they'll let you guys do a you know scramble or something with each other, and then you won't have as much well, much pressure. I to- know for a fact that three of the other four play golf regularly and shoot at least in the low
2: 80s. Okay. I
1: don't know about the other wild. I think card. at this
2: point you need me to come into the picture, unless. Unless the other one is fairly inexperienced. And I would say if you know that going in, you just say, Hey, three eighty shooters you guys are playing and me and Ralph over here are just gonna play best ball the whole day. That's all we're gonna do. So when then if you hit it five feet or you sprayed into the woods and one of the other out of you two hit a good shot, you can just play the other ball.
1: I like that idea. And
2: they'll be they'll be all over that. So
1: well, and the other thing is just don't get frustrated. Don't be miserable. And golfers are generally supportive. So as long as you're moving fast, you'll be fine. Yeah. And, I mean, we could be getting bombed, right? At <laughs> least we yeah. have to. You always could go to that line if 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 it's getting bad. Like, look, man, we could be living somewhere where we bombs going off right now. You know what you need to do next time he does that? You need to flip it on him when he's talking about how, you know, and no one even knows where shortstop is. Like, I'm just glad we live in a country so free where you don't have to know where short stuff.
2: <laughs> so I wasn't here for the beginning of the show. Did we did we thank Mike Hernandez for we did. slogging through an hour and twenty minutes no, with No, We us? did.
1: We we thanked him. We we talked about how he brought out good characteristics in you showing up on time for one. Okay. Which was and, I made
2: up for it tonight. Yeah,
1: And also that it was a it was a widely downloaded episode. One of our one of our more popular ones we've ever done.
2: He's Pretty important guy. He had a vest on and everything. Wow. Yeah. But I think this is going to be, we're going to see how the schedule shapes up, but October could be the official or unofficial tell me where to turn guest month.
1: Month of the guest. We I have,
2: like we're lining up guests. We were attempting to line up one that was a very well known <laughs> local, <laughs> regional celebrity who yes. may or may not have ghosted us, but.
1: I don't think he necessarily ghosted us I think he just ghosts life for weeks at a time And then comes back into into play
2: Well I'm going to say this He's going to get a direct message One direct message every single day (laughs) From now until eternity Until he responds again I like it But then we have some other guests that we're going to try to line up And that should uh, More Mike Hernandez-esque type episodes That's great Anything else guys? No, did you have any... Uh, oh, my goodness. Any football? Any football. I, one thing I forgot was my cheat sheet for football, so we're going off the top of the head. Okay. And I'll have you know that I brought a little little drink over with me, <laughs> and half of this was filled with vodka, and the other half was filled with lemonade, so some of the top of my head is gone so right
1: now. So, Pat Mahomes.
2: No. Uh, ooh, I did have a good DFS story, a close call from this week. Uh-oh. So we all subscribe to the DailyFantasyNerd.com. Yes, we do. And I haven't done this all season, but I went camping this past weekend. I don't want to get into all that. That's a whole separate story. Okay. But on Sunday morning, I woke up about five in the morning, and my back felt felt like the authors of pain had <laughs> <laughs> both just slammed me through a wall. So I climb Drake Maverick crawling out of your tent. (laughs) I slowly crawl out of the tent, stretch out my back and everything. And I'm like, man, I can't, I cannot sleep in there anymore. So I basically (sighs) lower the tailgate on the truck and just sit there. And I start doing, putting in my DraftKings lineups for the Sunday main slate. And I've got, yeah, I had some stuff written down, a little piece of paper in my truck and I'm pulling that out and I'm, going through and put in a handful of lineups. And I run the optimizer on Fantasy Nerd. And I haven't done this all season, but I just ripped a lineup that it just populated. Just I was like straight off there. I was like that looks exactly like what I want to play and put it in. It was the second best lineup I had out of 7 or 8 on the day. So, slate's over. It's late Sunday night. I'm scrolling through Twitter and I follow some guys for like dfs advice and they retweet their colleagues that like do well so see one of them retweets this guy and he's won whatever contest he was in he finished like fourth and he won 30 grand so i'm like all right let's see what he played so let's see if i can remember this off the top of my head he had andy Andy dalton okay he had zeke geo bernard tyler boyd sterling Shepard, eric ebron alvin kamara and the bears defense the lineup that I had that I ripped from DFS Nerd had all those guys that leaves one spot. I had a receiver from the Jets who had a very cheap and had like put up like ten or eleven points. So very yep. respectable at forty three hundred dollars salary. Absolutely. The guy who won thirty grand in this contest, otherwise the same lineup. He had Corey Davis, who was 4,400, who scored like 45 points. Oh. Mm. And so the, I didn't even look at what tournament he was in. I didn't look at what it would have been in the tournament I was in. But I have a feeling that the difference between receiver who's right here and the one above him <sighs> was literally thousands of dollars. It was
1: probably five figures. Or at least four it figures. It was
2: definitely – there's no doubt it was four. Wow. There's no doubt it was four figures. But the thing is, I, all I did was just rip the lineup and I put it in. I didn't think about playing this other guy, so I don't. I don't really have right. Regret. It was yeah.
1: You were you weren't like searching for a cheap guy or something right. like that. Right. And I
2: wasn't like oh I'll flip a coin or I'll you know whatever. <laughs> so, but it, that close. Wow. I had there's eight or nine guys in your lineup. Like I had all of them but one. I'll, one away. I just
1: find the football contest just the margins to be so tight. You yeah. know between good and out of this world like it's just there's just so much
2: i think you uh unless you're doing lineups that are kind of off the wall i think you have to counterbalance everything with like a double up just something you want to just finish in the top half just to balance out but even
1: those man I, I haven't even had any luck in that i mean even those like everybody's just got such it's a tough. monster in there do yeah you know, it's tough do you know what i did for the second time in daily fantasy
2: sports you okay, I want to guess okay, I guess you were in a twenty max tournament, you reserved all twenty spots, and you forgot to put in lineups ding ding <laughs> ding,
1: <laughs> what an idiot, I just wish I had that kind of disposable income no i i i maxed i maxed a it was either a three dollar or four dollar twenty max, and then I had another i i was in for ninety something dollars for the day. But as you guys know, I usually go in and reserve because some of those contests fill up.
2: No, that's the way to go.
1: I go in and reserve, and then it was it was baseball, so you kind of kind of gotta wait till all the lineups are set. You know, mm-hmm. you can't set your whole team at two in the afternoon. So I go. Wow, oh, that's a heck of a play. Wow, that's a uh, that's getting up there. <laughs>
2: Just glad we live in a country that allows someone <laughs> to make such an. Can you imagine if move. he was trying to catch that in a bomb? Went off. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He's you gonna make so that just... catch in Syria? I don't think so.
1: And I emailed DraftKings support, and they gave it all back. They did. Second time. That's worse. Didn't they tell you last time that was a one-time thing? Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. But I just like wrote him. I was like, hey, and I'm sure you know they can see your history. I was like, yeah. Here's what I do. I reserve contests. You know, I play these amounts every day and i got stuck out and couldn't put in my lineups and they're like oh we understand we don't usually do this but
2: i think it's just like when you go to a casino if you're the guy who cashes in for 20 30 bucks at the blackjack table you don't get anything but if you're laying down hundreds of dollars all the time when you're there and something goes wrong they're like you know what we see that you've lost thousands of dollars <laughs> to us. We're okay with giving you a couple hundred back because of whatever reason. So
1: I thought it was probably just because I was such a good activist for <laughs> it daily-
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you had that record, <laughs> too. So for this week, uh, we go back to last week. I told everybody, the if you want to take the easy way out, just stack the Cincinnati-Atlanta game. I think a final score of 37-36 preach to the, hey, the fact I, that I that was an okay gonna, decision I think you're gonna make money in that decision so just talking the main 12 o'clock three o'clock game slate the default game to stack up is going to be atlanta at pittsburgh although i have a feeling historically matt ryan is really bad on the road especially when it's when it's on grass and outdoors so i have no problem stacking up the steelers but I'm a little bit leery about having a whole lot of Atlanta. Outside of Julio Jones, who apparently, I haven't done the math on this, but I heard today he's on pace for over 2,000 yards receiving for the season and zero touchdowns. <laughs> oh, no. But that is going to change. That is going to change in a big way. And I, I will play him every single week until that three-touchdown week is is coming. So um, so that's the game. The other game, I th- think could really go off is Green Bay and Detroit and you can stack that on either side
1: got to have a a big game Stafford's got to snap out of it at At some some point
2: point you'd certainly think so and you could I think you could stack that up with Stafford as a quarterback instead of Rogers Um, and you got to figure out who's going to play running back for for the Packers but the Lions have been terrible against every team from a running standpoint as I Stated on here last week that Zeke was basically the ultimate lock in DFS last week.
1: Well, was right after I said to play Mitch Trubisky and everything because uh, I felt like he was going to go off for six touchdowns. I don't, don't remember that. Yeah, it's weird. It's, I had
2: him in one lineup. It's part of the platinum subscription. You get that content. Um, Otherwise, Drew Brees. We always have our Drew Brees update. They have the Sunday – well, no, no, no. They have the Monday night game. Which kind of
1: doesn't do much good for DFS because yeah. I don't play contests that split over into Mondays. So. Yeah, I don't
2: play Sunday or Monday night. That's my time to – I just want to enjoy this game. I don't want to have this other stuff hanging over me. Oh, so, I do
1: captain mode, but, I mean, who doesn't?
2: I do when I feel like it. Oh, I
1: always do it on Monday night. I o- I always feel like it.
2: <laughs> so we have no Drew Brees factor. Yeah. Although, if you are playing the Monday only showdown captain mode, he's your captain. uh, It's either him or Kamara. Yeah, I can't twenty grand probably. Yeah, I can't imagine going any other way. Um, but this week uh, of the quarterbacks, Cam Newton, you lock that in against the Giants. Mm. Uh, Jared Goff, despite the fact that the Rams are other than the Chiefs. You know the the highest scoring, most prolific offense. He's pretty cheaply priced. Uh, Christian McCaffrey against the Giants. You can pair that up with with Newton. As long as Joe Mixon is still out, Gio Bernard. I think
1: I saw today he is still out.
2: Every week, Bernard needs to be in there. Their tight end got hurt. I don't know who's going to play tight end for the Bengals this week, but whoever's starting is a cheap a cheap option. Um. I'm still playing Julio every week. Uh, I'm playing... I mean, if I'm stacking up Lions and Packers, then I've certainly got Golden Taint and <laughs> Galladay and everybody that they're throwing to.
1: Did you uh, Did you have him last Sunday? No, I didn't. Because there was big injury. Like, he was listed as questionable, and it was real late. I may have been checking things between Sunday school and church. Yeah. And... Left them in there, and he ran up some points. Yeah, he had a great, he had a great, and day. he had he had one percent ownership.
2: Yeah, I some of the things I listened to during the week were definitely on. This is a Golden Tate week, and I ignored it and regretted that for sure. Although it ended up being a positive week, but Hernandez was here last week, and he was all over the play Baker Mayfield, and the fact that that game with the Raiders ended up being forty-two to forty-two cost me a bunch of money because. I'm like way ahead, like double what I went in for at after six o'clock, and we got back late Sunday because we we're driving back from camping all weekend. And I'm I'm watching the Cowboys. I watched the Cowboys and the Longhorns game on DVR in about like an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes. Like I pulled off like a gold medal effort.
1: But you didn't watch the Roval.
2: No man. I, I'm. To that get onto to bad, NASCAR that talk? Was a bad choice. I got to find somewhere where they have that whole race. It was incredible. I don't know if I'd watch the whole thing. No, you don't need to watch the whole thing, but if you watch the last 45 minutes, it was incredible. I need to find something that has the whole thing and and watch it because I really wanted to, but I just, you know, sometimes you can't fit it in. I wouldn't know.